As part of the series of interviews that I will be doing for Dyslexia Scotland, highlighting some of the people who have dyslexia. This time, I've managed to interview Claudia Beamish, MSP. Claudia is Labour's climate change spokesperson in the Scottish Parliament. With 10% of the country is dyslexic, Claudia will tell us about the type of dyslexia that she's got. I, I really didn't know that I was on the dyslexia spectrum till I was at university and so before that it was really quite challenging in many ways because I didn't get the sort of thing that people get in the way of support for extra time at exams and extra support for reading and I found it very difficult reading aloud in class and very stressful. I was used to bend down and pretend I was picking up something off the floor when it came to my turn in case nobody, hopefully the teacher wouldn't see me. Uh, but um, I'm only on the mild end of the spectrum, but it is uh, challenging, especially if you're in a stressful situation or, or like doing a speech or anything in the parliament. And what kind of support did you get at university um, in terms of dealing with your dyslexia, in terms of your study? Um, did you get support in class time in terms of being able to record? things that your lecturer was saying or have somebody sit next to you to take notes etc did you get that kind of support at university or no um it wasn't a formal diagnosis by the university and in those days um because i'm in my early 60s now i can hardly believe it sometimes but <laughs> but there we are um there, there wasn't that sort of formal support but actually my assistance is on the dyslexia spectrum as well in the parliament and uh, she got extra support, um, not with note-taking, but with um, extra time for exams and uh, the understanding that the way in which things were written, but not, not what she was actually writing, but the way they were written and some of the errors were um, you know, acceptable because, because she was on the spectrum. So um, that, that, that's a good thing. You know. Before becoming MSP in 2011, Claudia was a supply teacher at 4th Primary School in 4th in South Lanarkshire. As Claudia had a mild form of dyslexia, she'll tell us what coping mechanisms she'll put in place while she's working as a supply teacher. For me, as I'm on the mild end of the spectrum, it's been that more that I had to be aware that I had to give myself time to be very organised about things. Um, but more than for myself, it, it made me very passionate about trying to uh, support uh, young children because I was a primary teacher who I noticed um, might be on the spectrum and ask for help for them and uh, uh, actually when I was at teaching college I did my dissertation uh, on, uh, on dyslexia and worked along with people from Aston University many years ago um, who, who were able to um, help me with uh, understanding some of the diagnostic tools and uh, so I've tried to make a contribution through my teaching career. Since becoming Labour's MSP for the south of Scotland, Claudia was a Shadow Climate Change Minister before becoming Shadow Climate Change and Land Reform Secretary after May's Hollywood elections. Claudia will tell us about the type of support that she has received from the Scottish Parliament over the last five years. Um, I didn't feel the need, uh, because I've worked out and been supported in working out strategies, to um, self-identify um, with the Scottish Parliament, uh, as I'm mildly dyslexic. But 
Um, my assistant uh, has had quite a lot of support in terms of whether she needed different colours of screen and uh, whether um, there was a need for support with proofreading and um, it was pointed out to me as an employer to um, make sure that time was given for somebody else to proofread what she did because it's not the quality of the work but the, the challenges she faced um, with being on the spectrum. The equalities um, officers uh, had an appointment with, with her and she was um, advised as, as to um, that she wouldn't need a screen and, and different, a different colour of screen and, and things like that. But, but they, they certainly made it clear that they were there for her if she wanted to go back to them, which she hasn't needed to do. What would be the, the key challenges you would have to face as a politician in terms of the Scottish Parliament? Well, um, speech making is, is um, a challenge. I, I have to make sure that I look at things beforehand and that I know what they are and um, I'm trying more and more as I get more experience to um, just have bullet points and speak to them but that has challenges of its own unless you're a wonderful orator and I wouldn't say that's my, <laughs> my biggest strength. Um, I think really everybody is very supportive and understanding and that's important um, and, and that's different to some other workplaces you know where um, you might not get that kind of understanding and you might want to hide the fact that you have um, that you're on the dyslexia spectrum and I think it's very important that um, I see one of my uh, roles in the Parliament to highlight that this is a condition that isn't about your intelligence or your abilities to um, to do things and in fact a lot of people on the dyslexia spectrum are very good at things like graphics and um, one of my family is also on the spectrum and he's very good at graphic design and has a very good job in, in, um, in that. So I think it's about um, highlighting to employers and um, I've done quite a lot of work with farmers through NFUS on um, National um, Farmers Union Scotland uh, to support their new scheme which they've got which is farming with dyslexia. And a lot of farmers, um, the average age of farmers is, I think, 55, and a lot of them never got diagnosed and are only just finding now um, that, that um, the support that they need through their area offices with filling in forms online and that sort of thing. So we've highlighted that. Um, also, uh, South Lanarkshire Council has, um, with Dyslexia Scotland, a monthly uh, drop-in service for... Uh, employees and they also make sure that their employees are supported um, with um, what they term reasonable adjustments and I think those sort of things because it, dyslexia is recognised as as you know on the through the um, Equality Act 2010 as um, within protected characteristics I think it's important that we we call out local authorities and employers um, to make sure that they do support people. Can you describe how you dealt with those challenges then in terms of being an, an MSP and I don't know whether the, the Labour Party knew your dislikes as well, so how they dealt with it? Mm -hmm. It's not something that I've actually wanted to hide from anyone at all, but as I've got strategies, it's been, um, it's been more things like asking for support when I was chair of Scottish Labour Party. I wanted to make sure when I was chairing um, the big conference that, for instance, that things were in the right font for me and uh, that I, I got my script in very good time so I could go through it and practice it and 
and those sort of things, you know, um, more than more than anything else, really. How has your dyslexia contributed to your success in your career? I haven't really thought about that question before, but maybe it's helped me to um, learn how to overcome challenges because it, there's no doubt that uh, being a, a politician, a parliamentarian is, is challenging and can be stressful, like any job or any situation in life. But if I give you an example, I was, I was pressurised and stressed yesterday and um, I have difficulty with numbers as well and I couldn't actually remember my own office number of the office where we're actually sitting here and I got it round the wrong way and um, uh, my assistant who's on the spectrum as well um, just checked and I could see her looking at me and and then I read it out again she gave me a card and I read it out again different you know so um, it can be it can be quite quite challenging but I think it's helped me to learn that with some challenges in life you can find ways through and you can you can fight for ways through for other people as well, and that's why I think that um, working with Dyslexia Scotland as well is really important. And um, the contribution that that Dyslexia Scotland makes to trying to make sure, for instance, that the that the different local authorities are are even in how they do things, and there isn't a postcode lottery, um, and also the things that they highlight for other parliamentarians is really important um, and so I think the cross-party group is something that that is very valuable. Just to remind you that you're listening to an interview with Claudia Beamish MSP for Dyslexia Scotland. Claudia Beamish is the vice convener of the cross-party group on dyslexia in the Scottish Parliament. The purpose of the cross-party group is to bring MSPs outside bodies and members of public together to discuss a shared interest or cause. Claudia will tell us what is the biggest achievement that's come out of the cross-party group on dyslexia. Well, I think raising awareness is perhaps the biggest achievement. The fact that there is a cross-party group and, and that um, MSPs go to it. Um, but also uh, the opportunity for people either who are on the spectrum or who work with people who are on the spectrum, or indeed who, um, in a voluntary capacity, have a commitment to supporting people, can all come together. And there's that opportunity for them to discuss things and, for instance, um, to have the education minister in and, and highlight it to them um, in relation to um, Education Scotland, who um, the, the report, making, the Making Sense report that um, was done, and actually feeding into that. So I think it's very good as a forum and uh, I'm, I'm all praised to everybody. What would be the one thing that the cross-party group or dyslexia would be hoping to achieve over the next five years in the Scottish Parliament? Well, I can't speak for the group, but certainly um, from, from my sense of it would be uh, to make sure that there are national guidelines and that there um, and to fight for, it's difficult to say, to fight for adequate funding because everybody wants funding, but I think um, the chances that can be given to, uh, particularly to small children if they're identified early, um, not to lose their self-esteem and not to lose their confidence in themselves and the opportunities that, that 
um, they can create in life um, is very, very important. So I would be want, hoping that they will focus on young people, but then right the way through the age range um, and make sure also that employers are aware of it because there's no shame in being on the spectrum and uh, we should all be able to speak out and, uh, and get the support that we need so that we can lead the richest lives possible. Name two key changes that you like to see from people with dyslexia, whether it's in education, in employment or day-to-day life. I'd like people on the spectrum to be able to say um, with some pride that they are on the spectrum and that they, um, they have the coping strategies uh, to deal with that and to um, also expect um, their, their, their school, if they're parents of children, or indeed um, students uh, or um, employees or employers to really um, uh, accept that, uh, that this is part of life and that it's really important that we help people. And I think um, it's dis- disappointing in a way that the CBI and the Federation of Small Businesses, for instance, don't have s- guidelines and strategies for that. So there's, uh, there's a lot of progress and recognition for um, roughly the 60,000 identified people on the spectrum and probably more out there who haven't been identified. Um, there's been a lot of progress made, but I think with schools, with employers, and indeed um, with the Scottish Government, that Dyslexia Scotland and the cross-party group and others who want to change things and still have a lot of work to do. Over the next few months, I will be interviewing people who've got dyslexia and finding out how they deal with their learning difficulties. This is David Thompson for Dyslexia Scotland.